Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Last week, Interior Secretary Deb Holland pledged to propose a new five-year offshore oil and gas leasing plan by the end of June. And that announcement has raised a lot of questions from both sides of the aisle about whether Interior's plan would actually help reduce surging energy prices. That issue affects Americans every day and could impact the midterm elections as Democrats hope to keep the House and Senate. So today, Politico's Ben LaFave and I talk about the details of Interior's plan, the reaction, and what it means for energy prices in the short term and long term. It's Monday, May 23rd. So Ben, what drove Interior Secretary Holland to finally announce that Interior will propose a new five-year schedule of offshore oil and gas lease sales? Because we know this issue has been a political headache for Biden, so it was interesting to see her finally make an announcement. Yes, I think she knew she was going to have to make some sort of announcement that she made last week, that they were going to come out with this plan by the end of June. After she had gone to that hearing on the House side for the budget hearing, you know, a week or two earlier when that question came up, Republicans have been kind of, and Senate Energy Committee Chair Joe Manchin, a Democrat, have been bringing up the issue of interior lease sales for a while now. And they've been trying to tie it to rising gas prices. And I think at this point, Holland fought we're getting close within a, you know 6 weeks now the current 5 year plan is going to expire the political pressure to do something is growing we need to address it and so i think that's why she brought it up at last week's hearing in the senate yeah and we know that this process of scheduling offshore lease sales is is just that it's a process it's a long process so when's the earliest we might actually see the Biden administration hold a new offshore lease sale if they choose to so what's the timeline we're looking at well, this is interesting because it depends on who you ask. I mean, it's, the technical timeline is, you know, until you're saying they're going to have something out by June 30th. June 30th is when the current five-year plan expires. If they come out with something by June 30th, they've got to do a three-month public comments period. And then if everything goes according to plan, they say, okay, we've discussed all the comments and we've digested them and here's our new five-year plan Congress then has 60 days to review, and then if that's fine, then the plan gets adopted. So this would basically bring you to the, about November 30th for when a new plan may be adopted and new lease sales are you know, kind of announced. Now, the problem with this schedule is nobody really thinks Interior is going to stay to it. I talked to a number of sources, both from the industry and from a couple of green groups, and they're, I guess, a little bit skeptical that the Interior Department, which is still trying to keep environmental groups happy and has taken you know, a long time even getting to this step, is going to do everything on schedule. So there's a few ways they could you know, drag their feet on this still. But November 30th, if everything goes according to plan and Interior plans to stick with the schedule, would be the soonest you might see new lease sales announced. And to be clear, there seems to be some skepticism from Manchin and Republicans that the Biden administration would propose any lease sales as part of this plan. That's clearly what the environmental community wants to see, though. Is Holland committing either way to to either side? 
No, Holland at the hearing, she kind of committed to the next step, the proposed plan, which was the June 30th deadline. But after that, she wouldn't really go much further. There was a little bit of a hullabaloo in the hearing last week when the Interior Department released a press release that was supposed to be, I think, kind of in conjunction with Holland's announcement at the hearing that they were going to have the, the proposed plan out by June 30th. Because the press release basically said that what they were going to have on June 30th was not going to be a guarantee of specific dates for a lease sale. But Manchin jumped all over it. But to a certain extent, that's basically boilerplate language, the same you would see in like a company's earnings release saying, you know, past performance is not a guarantee of future profits kind of thing. But Interior didn't say after the plan comes out, we plan on doing two lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico in 2023. They didn't even get that far. The only thing they would commit to was we are going to have, you know, the proposed plan out by June 30th. Right. And it is true. The climate advocates, though, don't want any lease sales. I talked to a couple of climate activists, and I think there's a recognition that energy is like one of the two or three biggest issues today. We saw a J.P. Morgan Chase forecast gasoline prices could hit six dollars as we go into summer driving season. So I think even environmental groups are kind of like, well, they need to do something about gasoline prices. Now, but the question becomes is whether lease sales are going to do anything about that. If the Interior Department comes out and says we'll do two lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico in 2023, that's still not going to have a huge impact on gasoline prices, especially given that, you know, companies will have to snatch up the leases or win the auctions. And then they still have to plan for projects on those acres. It's not like something that the day after the lease sale is completed, they're going to flip a switch and start pumping oil out of the ground at the seafloor there. So I think there's a little bit of disconnect. And this also showed up quite a bit, honestly, in the hearing last week of what the lease sales would actually do for energy prices. Also, the Environmental Protection Agency will finalize a rule setting biofuel blending volumes for the 2023 compliance year by late April of next year. That's according to a proposed agreement stemming from a lawsuit filed by a biofuels trade group. The volumes under the Renewable Fuel Standard will mark the first level set by the agency. As of right now, Congress set annual volumes of renewable fuel required through 2022 and has called on EPA to set the volumes beginning in 2023. But EPA has already missed that deadline. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.